What's going on, gamers? It's your boy, Diggs Gaming. Welcome back to All Huntings Gaming News. And there was some craziness that was going on with the Microsoft Activision deal with the talks with the EU. And it, as it turns out, Sony was a part of this. But even before all of that, Microsoft officially announces the 10-year deal with Nintendo that has officially been signed. So Call of Duty is coming to Nintendo once again. But that was not the biggest story from this. Also, before these talks, we found out that they also signed a 10-year deal with Nevada, which they were one of the companies that was having concerns about this. And this was because of cloud gaming. And really, we still have not reached the potential of cloud gaming. So as cloud gaming grew and Microsoft had Call of Duty, which we all know Microsoft's been really talking about cloud gaming. So what would that do there? But no, they have signed a 10-year deal to bring those games to Nevada. And now they're on board with this deal. It's crazy to me how that transpired before then. This was a great look for Microsoft to do, but we know why they did it. it they did it to make themselves look good because you sign a 10-year deal with Nintendo to bring Call of Duty there, and it looks good for you, but you also know nobody's going to buy these games for Nintendo products. There's just no way. And how would you even optimize a game like Call of Duty for Nintendo, knowing that the console isn't as powerful as the Series XS or the PlayStation 5? So we understand why they signed these deals. They're trying they're doing everything they can to try to get this deal to go through. Although there was some confusion when they officially announced these because they had talked about other Xbox games, or that was the language I was going through, but no, it's just for Call of Duty. Just for Call of Duty. And yeah, that happened beforehand. And then during these meetings, it was a lot of Microsoft executives just talking about how they need this deal to go through, like we all saw. So they brought out some numbers on Sony's dominance lately, and they talked about how there's like a 70-30 split with Sony, of course, having the 70, Microsoft having the 30, with I believe it's 80-20 in Europe and 96-4 in Japan. And that's a really big uh, amount. Now, they did not include Nintendo with this. And you kind of see the reasoning behind it when they did explain it. It's because the Nintendo is not really competition for them because Nintendo's just doing their own thing. With the type of games that they're making and their uh, target audience, they're not really in competition with Microsoft or with Sony when it comes to the consoles in general. And you do kind of understand all that. And then they also talked about, of course, the deals that they signed. And then they also brought up, I don't know if it was literally the contract, but or if it was just like a prop, but they said they still had the contract in hand and they have not heard back from Sony yet. So Microsoft is doing everything that they feel that they have to do to make sure that this deal goes through. And I would just love, love to be a fly on the wall at these meetings to really understand just what is going on there, which again, I, I would just love to be a fly on the wall. I would love to see what they're talking about, how they're describing it and really how the reaction is from everyone else there. <laughs> It sounds a little comical when you're reading about it, but I mean, that's just how it is. 
that's just what's been going on here. And as this continues and just continues to go on, I just don't know what more is going to happen. I don't know what more anyone could really say about this. And Microsoft has been talking and they have accused Sony of trying to protect its two-decade dominance when it comes to this Activision merger. But that's not entirely true. You may get that feeling, but in reality, Microsoft has taken the lead during these console battles that they've had with Sony with the start of the PlayStation 3, micro, Xbox 360 era. Remember, Microsoft had a huge lead over Sony, and people were wondering if Sony was going to be able to survive this that specific generation of consoles because Sony just really shot themselves in the foot early on, but then they got their act together, and Microsoft, unfortunately, started to go a little bit downhill. They forgot just what everything meant, and then they were playing from behind the next generation because when they announced the Xbox One, they weren't really talking about games. They were talking more about the media capabilities with the console, and that really did hurt them. So Microsoft has taken the lead during this console battle. During this time, they they just shot themselves in the foot. That's pretty much what happened. And now this is part of a way to try to get back to as close as they can with Sony. And I want to denounce this false narrative that Sony's just being a big old crybaby about that they should just stop trying to fight this. They're not going to do that. Microsoft is their competitor. Why should they just let this go? And I completely understand why people would say this, but Sony's not being a big old crybaby. They're doing what they are supposed to do when a type of deal like this happens. That's the case. Remember, this is an almost $70 billion purchase with one of the biggest publishers that has maybe the biggest franchise. So, of course, they're going to be fighting them on this. Of course, they would not want this deal to go through. Nobody's in the wrong for this when it comes to Microsoft and Sony about this because they are doing exactly what they are supposed to be doing. You got to stop trying to put that narrative out there. I mean, that's if you're a company, of course, that's what you're going to be doing. If Sony was the one that was trying to buy Activision, you could bet Microsoft would be doing just what Sony's doing right now. And I also saw this argument on Twitter that Sony is just being so anti-consumer that they are anti-consumer. And that really just blew my mind. And it, it got me a little angry because, no, Sony is not anti-consumer and neither is Microsoft. Neither one of them are anti-consumer. And I don't know why that narrative is being started that Sony's anti-consumer. If you're anti-consumer, you are not waiting to release games until they're finished. You're not waiting till the right time to announce a game. You are not hearing feedback from your fans, making sure that you are doing what you can to have things be at their very best. That's what Sony has done for a long time. That's what they're going to continue to do for a long time. Have there been missteps? Of course. And Microsoft's had some missteps. Neither one of them are anti-consumer, and neither one of them are in the wrong when it comes to this purchase. Neither one of them. They're both doing exactly what they should be doing. 
Speaking of PlayStation, they just did their first state of play of 2023, and it was okay. It wasn't their best state of play they've ever done. But one thing we did find out was the PlayStation Plus games for March. And for Essential, we have Battlefield 2042, Code Vein, and Minecraft Dungeons. And we had a screenshot for some of the games that are going to be on Extra and Premium. So we have Ghostwire Tokyo, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Rainbow Six Extraction, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, and Chia, which is going to be out day one. That is a day and day release on PlayStation Plus. Wow. Uh, that is pretty amazing. That really is. Chia, we also finally got a release date for that. It is coming out March 21st, and I cannot wait for that game. I'm very excited about Chia. I love the new trailer. Every time I see that game, it just looks cute and fun, which is a great combination for a game like this. Remember, you're taking control of a young girl who can turn into any animal that she wants, which is so amazing and cannot wait to see what people think of this game. We also got a 15-minute look at Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, with gameplay and, of course, interviews with the devs. And, yeah, it was okay. It didn't give me that buy-it-day-one feel that kind of was hoping to get. And then we got some news that did not sit well with a lot of gamers. This game is going to need an online connection at all times even for single player mode and i think we all know the controversy behind an always online mode gamers just don't like it and a lot of them have made that clear they do not want games that you need a consistent online connection just to play even for single player and red falls has the same problem and i'm just hoping that that does not hurt either suicide squad or Redfall. You know how excited I am about Redfall. I'm more excited about that than I am Suicide Squad. I just don't want these games to be hurt by this kind of decision. Capcom showed off two games, Street Fighter 6 and Resident Evil 4. Well, new looks at those two games. For Street Fighter 6, we got to look at three new characters. So, Zangief, Lily, and Cammy. Lily is a newcomer to the series, and Cammy actually got a big makeover and people were talking about that on twitter they really like how cammy's looking in this game just watch the trailer and you'll see why and then for resident evil 4 we found out about the mercenaries mode and we got a look at pretty much every major character in the game so a lot of the major villains ashley luis of course ada we already saw leon oh man Resident Evil 4, it just looks so spooky, so good. You know Resident Evil fans cannot wait to get their hands on this day one. And I've never played a Resident Evil game, but I might just have to pick this one up. Baldur's Gate 3, we found out, is coming to PlayStation, and that's coming out August 31st. Now, there was some confusion as to what's going on with Baldur's Gate 3, because the PlayStation version was announced but not an xbox version so some confusion as to whether this game is going to be a playstation console exclusive at launch because it's also coming to pc but the developers cleared that up rather quickly 
And they just said that the Xbox version is just not ready to be shown off, that they are working on one, but they're having technical issues with it, uh, particularly with the split screen co-op. And they're just not ready to show off that game, which fine, fine. Just announce it, release it whenever it's ready. You do not want to rush this. That's fine. And we'll see when that version is officially announced and how far it is from the actual launch of this game. Of course, we got a new look at Destiny 2 Lightfall, which is coming out very soon. And I mean very soon, in two days at the time of this recording. So by the time you listen to this, it might already be out. And of course, Destiny 2. I mean, you either love it or you hate it. And if you love it, then you can't wait for Lightfall. I love Destiny, so I can't wait for Lightfall. Sony did announce five PlayStation VR 2 games. Well, some were announced for the first time, and some we got... Uh, another look at first game that was shown off was the Foglands, a very creepy first person shooter. We got Green Hell, a survival game. Then we took a look at a very fast paced uh, first person shooter, Synops, I believe that's how it's called. The next game we got to take a look at is actually based off the Foundation series, a series of books. It is titled Journey to Foundation. It sounds pretty interesting and looks pretty interesting. And then this one, which, oh my God, the concept is very, very cool. It's called Before Your Eyes, which every time you blink, you're going to jump forward in time. It's It just sounds so interesting, and it sounds like the perfect game for VR. And I actually want to see what people are going to say about this. So nothing too big, which we were kind of hoping, you know, maybe Half-Life Alex, or another bigger uh, VR game, but no, this is what we saw. Humanity, we finally got a new look at that, and it is interesting. It is very interesting. You take control of a dog that's trying to, I'm guessing trying to get these humans to a safe spot. I'm guessing that's what it's, that's what you're doing. That's going to be released in May. Goodbye, Volcano High. I have been waiting to get an official release date for this game since it was shown off at the Future of Gaming Showcase where they announced the PlayStation 5. That's when this game was announced. This game was announced two and a half years ago. We didn't know when it was coming out. Now we do. It is coming out June 15th. So glad we finally have a release date for that. Naruto and Baruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. I mean, it's a Naruto game. What? more can we say and the final thing was wayfinder got a new look at that and yeah that was the state of play kind of disappointing for a lot of people but if you follow jeff grubb you would know that he actually said that this was going to be a kind of a smaller state of play and then playstation is going to have a big showcase before e3 that is going to be launching phase two of the PlayStation 5, that's his words. You know, he was right about this. It was a smaller state of play, so you know what? It would make a lot of sense for PlayStation to have a big showcase before E3. Now, this is what he said. This showcase was supposed to happen in the fall of last year, but the developers just were not ready to show off their games. Now they're getting ready to show off what they have in store. And let's be honest, we just don't know what Sony's up to right now. They have a lot of games in development that, we don't know anything about. We know they're working on some sequels. We know they're working on new IPs. 
We know they're working on live service games, but we don't know what any a lot of them are. If this is the case, that this was supposed to be from last year, but they just were not ready, then I want to see what Sony has and really what we're going to get soon. A lot of people are waiting on that, and hopefully we get the showcase before E3. Warner Brothers had announced their financial results in the last few months, and I'm not going to get into any of that. What I'm going to get into is the information that we found out about this. One thing that we found out was they planned to release six games in 2023. The first one, Hogwarts Legacy. More on that later. The second, which we already know, well, a second one is Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. We know about that one as well. One that was announced during that, during the financial results, Mortal Kombat 12. So we have it officially. Mortal Kombat 12 is officially in the works, and it's planning to be released this year. Wow. Uh, did not see that coming. I'll be honest. Now, it's not surprising we have seen games be announced during these type of things, but this is really the first time we've heard about Mortal Kombat 12, I think officially, and to know that it's not only coming, but coming out this year in 2023, that's pretty exciting. Now, when we get our first look at this game, I'm not sure, but just to know that it is coming out, I think it's a big sigh of relief for Mortal Kombat fans, and they cannot wait to get their hands on it as I can assume. The second thing I want to talk about was Hogwarts Legacy. And this game has done so well. It has generated over $850 million in sales. And it's sold 12 million copies in only two weeks. I knew this game was successful at launch. I didn't think it was that successful. 12 million copies in two weeks, that's a lot. That's just insane. There was so much hype around this game. So many people waiting for a game like this, an RPG based on the Harry Potter universe. And we got a great one in Hogwarts Legacy. It, it doesn't shock me that it did this well. But man, those are just crazy numbers. Speaking of sales, we also found out that Elden Ring has sold 20 million copies in one year. Wow. Elden Ring, this was another game. It was so hyped up before launch. Does not surprise me it sold that many. I mean, from software, they did an amazing job with this game. Does not surprise me one bit. There's a reason it won Game of the Year. It should have won Game of the Year. We talked about that before. But yeah, 20 million for Elden Ring and, of course, 12 million for Hogwarts Legacy in two weeks. I mean, these games, they did absolutely amazing. In A3 News, the Video Game Chronicles podcast has said that Konami is planning to have a big E3. They're saying that a new Castlevania and Metal Gear Solid 3 remake are expected to be there, but they're not quite sure on the older Metal Gear games, as Metal Gear Solid 3 may be used as a uh, test to see what could happen next with that franchise. But wow, uh, wow, Konami planning to have a big E3. Okay, okay. Now we're starting to really get into who's going to be at E3, who's not. We found out that Ubisoft is going to be at E3 last week, and now we find out that Konami's going to be there. Unfortunately, it's not all good news, as Nintendo has confirmed that they will not be at E3. Now, IGN did report that Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo were not going to be there, but this is the first time we're hearing this. Now, in a statement to 
IGN, Nintendo did say, since this year's E3 show didn't fit into our plans, we have made the decision not to participate. However, we have been and continue to be a strong supporter of the ESA and E3. That is disappointing, but it was reported earlier a few weeks ago, but now we have official confirmation. So it looks like that was true. All of the big three is not going to be there. And Nintendo is the first one to confirm that. We still have major publishers that are going to be there. Of course, I mentioned Ubisoft's going to be there. Konami looks like they're going to be there as well. It looks like they're planning to have a big show. And who knows who else is going to be there? We might see EA there, could see Activision there. We might we don't know if Activision, if the deal with Activision and Microsoft's going to go through before E3. So could see Activision there, even though highly unlikely at this point. We still have a lot of big studios that could be there at E3. And we're just going to, have to see what happens. Now, while Nintendo will not be at E3, it has also been confirmed that they will be at PAX East. They were added to the PAX East lineup. Now, for those of you that don't know, PAX East, it takes place in Boston, and it's a gaming convention where you get to play demos of games. There are musical performances and a bunch of other cool things that happen there. The fact that Nintendo's going to be there must mean they have something big to show off. So this is taking place March from March 23rd to the 26th. Of course, Legend of Zelda has to be there. This will probably be the first time gamers will get their hands on the Legend of Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom. However, I wonder what else Nintendo would have in store for PAX East. I wonder if they really would have anything else there or if it would just be Legend of Zelda. I highly doubt it would just be Legend of Zelda. I would think that they would have other games that they would want to have shown out there. But we're just going to have to wait and see. But the fact that they're there, that's pretty big. Moving on, Tango Gameworks founder Sinji Mikami, hopefully I pronounced that right. Sorry if I didn't, has announced that he will be leaving the company. And then Bethesda also announced in a statement this as well. Sinji, of course, he's the founder of Tango Games. And they have made, of course, Ghostwire Tokyo. That's the recent one. They just made uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Of course, they made Evil Within. And a few other games. It's always a little sad when you see the founder of a company leave. But apparently this has been in the works for a while. And it's not going to happen right away. It's going to happen in the next few months. And there is a plan in store, apparently. And we're just going to see what happens with Tango Game Works after this does happen. And what they have in store. Moving on. It was discovered that Microsoft did raise the prices of the Xbox Series XS in Sweden. So first... It was Japan, now it's Sweden, and this doesn't really surprise anybody. We knew this was the direction that Xbox is going to be headed, and we'll have more updates on if any other country is going to get price increases when they do happen. And that is all the gaming news that I have for you tonight. There is going to be a Pokemon Presents this week, celebrating Pokemon Day from the Pokemon Company. I will be reporting on that, and any other gaming news that has come out during that week. I am Diggs Gaming, and I will see you guys next time.